Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith in work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Where do you go to get introduced to the whole idea behind connecting your faith and your work? I know just the place. About 10 years ago, a good friend of mine told me all about the work of LifeWork Leadership and the impact it was making on hundreds of people every year here in Tampa Bay and all over the country. Little did I know I was also launching in Jacksonville. Now, LifeWork Leadership has thousands of alumni in Jacksonville. There's a new class of LifeWork leaders starting every fall. We love LifeWork Leadership because it challenges people at every rank in an organization to live out their faith in their work. Now, unfortunately, it's not available in our Tampa Bay audience area anymore, but you can always drive to Jacksonville for one day a month. Not just the head leaders of organizations get to benefit from this, but people in every level of an organization. You can see if you, you can live out, you can learn to live out your faith in your work and it becomes your life work. Tammy McClafferty, she's the executive director of Life Work Leadership here on the First Coast. That's Jacksonville, St. Augustine for you other worlders. Tammy's back here today with a few friends to tell us all about Life Work Leadership. Welcome back, Tammy. You don't have control of the show today, but we are <laughs> grateful for the many times you and Leah have hosted shows for us. Thank you, Tammy McClafferty, for being here. Thank you for having me. It's always good to be back. Personally, I graduated in December and earned my doctorate in organizational leadership. So well, I it has you to been, Dr. Tammy McClafferty. I did, which has been Sorry a five-year journey. Um, and to see it come to fruition has been amazing. Um, I get to actually go out and walk and graduate, wear my little hood in Yay. April, so that's exciting. Uh, but interestingly, my dissertation for that doctorate was on being a working mom. And so it has been such a part of who I am, figuring out what life looks like as a working mom, um, as a believer, um, as you know, God first, my husband, my kids, and my job. Like to be able to balance those and do them all well um, was such a part of who I am that that's what drove me to the dissertation, mm-hmm. which was looking at that particular demographic and. Um, you know, we all know God is so good and the enemy is so real. And so when mm-hmm. you pick a topic like, I'm going to investigate and write a dissertation on working moms and how to balance that, what do you think the enemy is going to do? He is going to attack you. Working moms who are Jesus followers or just working moms? Uh, this specifically looked at working moms, Jesus followers, because we specifically, when I narrowed down the dissertation topic, it looked at the church and how the church does or does not help that particular demographic. So for me, it started back to when I decided to remain a working mom, I really felt guilty about that choice. Like, the whole you know, Wonder Woman complex. As a Christian, I should have just stayed at home with my kids and been a stay-at-home mom, and that was a more godly choice, or so I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it had to go all the way back to figure out why did I feel like that? Was it from God's word? Was it scriptural? Was it biblical? Or did I really get that from within the walls of my church growing up? So when I did kind of a deep dive, I realized that that really came from the walls of the church kind of taught me that. Whether they meant to or didn't mean to, I got that from the church. Mm -hmm. And when I lined that up with scripture, it didn't line up for me. And so then I had to go back and say, no, wait a minute. You know, I'm not positive I learned this correctly. And so I struggled with years and years of guilt that I think I could have alleviated had the church done a better job you know, 
promoting the fact that I was working. I mean, you know, you know the stories, the, oh, the Debras and the Lydias and yeah, the, absolutely. you know, I said, I never, ever once in all my life heard a message from the pulpit about Deborah as the CEO of her tent company. She killed it. I mean, gosh, that would have freed me up so much in my life and in my choices. And, and, and Lydia was been. famous for, for was, her kingdom minded business that not only sold great fabrics, but she was a huge supporter of the she mission field. She was one field of the first churches in her home because she could do it because right. she had the resources to do right. it. And then, you know, the women that gave out of their earnings, it says, to Paul's ministry, like they earned that money and they gave from that. And, you know, so it just, anyways, that led me down a whole trail. But all that to say, that's been such a part of my life is how to be a working mom mm-hmm. as a believer and to do it well. So let's talk about your story. Um, you both went through life leadership at, d- at different times. When, what, how long ago did you go through? I went through the 2010-2011 class. Okay, so a few years ago. And Nathan, you just went through. Just last year. All right, but how did you guys meet then? Because you didn't go through the same class. So uh, I guess I'll pick that one up, Edmund. I had, um, God had been stirring me up for a while, so, several years, of, uh, that there was a change coming. And I was getting feeling uncomfortable about, being in the corporate world and just felt like I was living to make a paycheck and I wasn't really serving him, but I didn't know what to do. And so God finally got my attention. He gave me a, um, a second heart attack and I had had, sorry, hitting the table. And I I had, um, so I, I've had two heart attacks. I had a heart attack when I was 29 and apparently I didn't get the message completely went under so you know god's story but wow. gave me a second chance of life but i apparently didn't get the lesson i was supposed to get so i had another one <laughs> um and i and i put my hands up in the air and i said okay god that's it i'm done living for myself what what do you want me to do i i know i need to do something else but i don't know what it is so what do you want me to do and that week deb and randy drew from park foundation which is where we are today sat mm-hmm. me down and said hey Nathan, this might be a little out of left field, but have you ever heard of something called LifeWork Leadership? And I said, no. And they said, well, this is what LifeWork is, and it exists to help people figure out how to, uh, how to infuse their faith into their workplace and break down those barriers. And I just said, okay, well, that's where I'm supposed to go. So, Nathan, you sit down at Edmund's table mm-hmm. your first day at LifeWork Leadership. Mm-hmm. So it, it, there was a a sense that there was a greater purpose that we were sitting next to each other, that neither one of us knew what that was at that point in time, but we knew that we were, that there was something bigger at play. Hmm. And so we, we decided that day we were going to get together uh, for lunch or outside of it. It took us about a month to yep. uh, a month to do that. But that's, that was the initial Wait a minute. There's something here. I feel like a matchmaker. <laughs> sitting here, I'm like, oh, like I matched them up. Obviously, I didn't. Yeah, God yeah. did. But I, yeah. I'm sitting back listening. I'm like, oh, that is so great. So, so for the sake of our listeners, how did you? Uh, what was this sense of that there was some greater purpose? Did you did you find that you had something in common, or was it really just a, a something from the Lord saying, "Hey, there's more here. Hello, pay attention." It was just really the working of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, I knew what was happening to me. I didn't know what was happening to Nathan. As yeah. he stated, a month later, we got together during the week of Thanksgiving of 2017. We sat down and met. Well, before going to the meeting, I was working on another business deal, real estate deal. And I say, I just felt like the Holy Spirit said, you need to bring this to Nathan's attention. And I did. And uh, unbeknown to me, he was transitioning 
from his corporate job and he was trying to figure out what's next. So he was open when I wouldn't expect that to happen. So you've got a background in real estate development, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. But um, uh, Nathan, what's your background? Uh, finance. finance. Okay. So I was corporate senior financial So real estate development and finance, yet the business you run today is an air conditioning company. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Environmental Air Conditioning Services, eacjax.com, eacjax.com. Why don't you talk about how the rest of this story came along? So uh, How come we, Edmund we, keeps making you talk? Because <laughs> he, he, he tells this story best to open it up, then I come behind and clean okay, okay. it. They have you're a the, plan. You're yeah. adding, you're Let adding them do their little color to the story. Yep. I got it. Okay. I had, so we, we over the course of the year, we've, we have been working on some, some real estate deals taking forward from, um, from the time frame when we met. But it became clear that there was a foundational layer missing and right around the time we came to that realization a someone brought EAC to our to our desk and what jumped out at uh, off the page to us was that the company had been built on kingdom principles so it was about 17 years old um, had grown to be a large successful company with no advertising because they're obsessive about taking care of their customers or they take, take care of their employees and they truly do things the way that if God ran a business, that that's how we, how we'd want to do it, and and so that that jumped off the page, and then what jumped into my mind as soon as I saw that was Edmund's face when he was just telling stories one day, uh, and he told the story of what didn't make any sense in his career, but he had a little stint when he had been a general manager at an air conditioning company, which again didn't make any sense until now because God has a bigger play at mine, but he he told me that was the most fun he'd ever had professionally. Edmund's got real estate development background. You've got finance background. Edmund previously had managed an air conditioning business, service business before. You have an opportunity to do what? So the opportunity for us is to uh, to purchase an air conditioning company at that point. Why would you do it? Why? You just look at you glutton for punishment. I mean, air conditioning in Florida is like putting out fires. <laughs> we really believe that um, that God was calling us into the marketplace. So okay. so the 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 message that that you teach on uh, I work for Him Nation. The message that that Tammy is leading through LifeWork Leadership. That is what God had placed on our hearts is to is to again not live for ourselves but live for Him in the marketplace and that um, so he, we felt He brought this to us and that this was our mission to take it and 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 then also as as Nathan mentioned earlier the the previous owner had built this company with Kingdom Principles okay so it was already launched that way it was but. Not intentional because the owner is not one that is a faith follower in terms of sharing his faith. He just built it on some solid principles. Well, because all kingdom truth is truth and it applies everywhere. Yep. Okay, so you guys decide to take over this business. That's a big money push. I mean, how many employees did it have when you guys took it over? About 25. Mm-hmm. 25 so it's no small business takeover here. No, not at all. Um, it, it, it was a leap, leap of faith. Um, even with that, is that. The, the owner was very protective of his employees, and we had to step out in faith because we couldn't meet any of the employees until the, after the closing. Oh, <laughs> even with an NDA, he wouldn't let you meet the employees, huh? No. Right, yeah. Wow, that it, was a big step of faith. It, it, absolutely, and there were some that told us, you don't want to do this, too risky, and Nathan and I had met the owner several times, uh, the seller several times, and we felt at peace that this is something that God wanted us to do. 
Wow. So you said that the, the guy you bought it from set it up with really using kingdom principles, yet there wasn't a kingdom intentionality being lived out. So how have you? How are you turning this business into a business tree? What are you doing? Well, I, I would tell you this right here. The, the, the first day we got a chance to meet with all the employees one-on-one, and in doing so, Nathan and I just shared our faith to simply say that our commitment to each other is God first, our wives, and then our family, and then this business. And for these individuals, you know, in the AC business, it can be very um, production-driven. Mm. And God just let Nathan and I know that, no, you're not going to run this company like that. The same standard you have for yourselves, you should give this opportunity to the employees. And so the employees immediately saw the first day meeting with us one-on-one, who we were and what we stand for. And we got a chance to say, are there things happening in your life that you need prayer for? So we also wanted to hear you talked about these high caliber of employees that you have. How are you, what are some ways that you are pastoring them? Do you see yourself in that role and how are you yeah, addressing it? Great question, Martha. Um, we had one key employee that because of change, he thought that maybe he, he needed to just, and he was, and we recognized this guy was on burnout mode. Mm. He had been with the company since he was 17 um, from day one. Um, and basically, this guy came to us and said, hey, guys, I have bad news. I'm going to be going somewhere else. And, and we said, well, why are you leaving? And basically, he said, hey, I, I need to spend more time with my family. So we came back and countered. Um, this guy had signed an agreement to go somewhere else. And, and we countered and told him, well, we don't think that there will be another company that's going to be as committed to your family as we are. And at the end of the day, he went home and talked to his wife. And he said, this is the place I need to stay. Wow. And so we get a chance to do that. And then even when we was talking about having others to mentor us, um, the gentleman I mentioned earlier that said he used his company, he was um, he and his business partner have been in business for 35 years, and he's a faithful um, follower. Mm-hmm. And he basically made a commitment with, to Nathan and I and his business partner to mentor us, to say, hey, guys, I, we've been business partners for 35 years, and we've bought Christ to the marketplace, and we're doing pretty well. company did over $200 million. So we want to mentor you guys in this process as well. And you'd be crazy to say no. Oh, right? we definitely <laughs> said yes. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. You know, I forgot to plug lifeworkleadershipjacks.org. You know what? I just think we just everybody just needs to be able to say this together. I Work For Him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at iworkforhim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at iworkforhim.com or follow us on social media at iworkforhim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at iworkforhim and online iworkforhim.com.